Uh, let's do a clap on three. One, two, three. Looked good. Looked good to me. Welcome, 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 everybody, back to the Better Off Premier Cast. This is episode 11, and we are breaking down this week's Premier League games. Uh, I don't think we have anything to talk about from last week. Uh, nothing at all. Um, I think it was pretty pretty cut and dry. <laughs> I don't think anyone lost anyone a parlay. Uh, yeah, so our first, our very first week of doing the You'll Never Bet Alone um, oh, like parlay. Oh, you got that from. If, yeah, if uh, if uh, you you noticed, Harrison took the safe bet. Harry took the first bet. The safe um, bet. The safe bet for Man City first half, and they just got absolutely annihilated. And the rest of our legs, sorry to our users who did enter in the contest. Um, no money won for anybody this week, thanks to the guy with the hat. The man with the hat. I don't know what to <laughs> say. No. Honestly, I'm expecting a formal apology from Pep. That's what I'm expecting. Safe bet. Tell me it wasn't a safe bet. (laughs) I thought it was. (laughs) I thought it was a safe bet. Um, But I don't know. I guess Crystal Palace pulled out some magic. This is going back to what I talked about with Jordan two or three weeks ago. You never know what Man City game your team you're gonna get. Yep. You just don't know. They're focused on Champions That's League, That's why they're I guess. not the safe bet. I guess so. You know what? Man City's on my do not bet list. <laughs> that list is slowly and, growing. Until this week. <laughs> <laughs> until this week. It's slowly growing until I'm just not betting Premier League anymore. You know what? The safe bet was just Tottenham getting thrashed. Yeah. That was the absolute that was safe the, bet. The safe bet was Nuno to be sacked before all, before. Yeah, Ole, yeah. Ole. I love how I love how all the all the fans are super excited that they're bringing. We'll we will get Conte, to it. Yeah, he's the same. We have games to talk about before the Tottenham game. All right, and it's starting off with uh, not a doozy on Friday. <laughs> we have Southampton uh, at home against Aston Villa. Southampton is coming in at the favorite plus one ten. Aston Villa plus two sixty. Um, over under is two and a half. Dan, you have any insights on this one? I like the under, and I like Southampton. Um, I still don't think Villa. I go against Villa every week, and so far it's been working. Um, I just don't think Dean Smith knows his best eleven. Uh, I still think he's tinkering. I don't, as we've said from day one, I don't think he bought well. Um, you know, you lose Grealish and you replace him with someone who gives you nothing back. Um, it's never going to be. It's never going to be good. Um, but I, I, I think Southampton are, are going to be too strong for them. Um, I kind of like the. I kind of like the two. The one nil, two nil, Southampton. Okay, Jordan, you in the same boat, or you think this is going over? I'm going to take Villa because Southampton are my relegation candidates, <laughs> as I will mention every week. Um, yeah, so I, you know, I do think it's going to be a. You know, I'll probably take the under, but I, you know, I think Villa actually might pull away here. Um, I've I've got a thing for Ollie Watkins, and I think he's gonna score some goals. Um, I'll take that bet. <laughs> you know, I'm looking at I'm looking at Villa's previous results, and not many games have gone under two and a half. Dan, maybe that's why you're that that's at even money under two and a half right now. No, 
Dan, I still think it's going to be under two and a half. Dan likes it. We're going to have to see. All right, moving on. Bright and early Saturday morning. Everyone turns their eyes to Manchester. The Manchester Derby. Man United's at home. What are we thinking here? City is minus 135 after, as we've talked about already, a shock loss against Crystal Palace. Um, Man United plus 380 after a big win against Tottenham. A draw yesterday at Atalanta. Over-unders at 2.75. Jordan, give it to me. Yeah, um, even though you know United you know, came off the hot wins and the draws, I'm going to go Manchester City on this one. Um, you know, I, I don't think United are consistent enough to just put together wins um, or good results. And I just think there's a lot of instability still there. And Ronaldo can't pull a rabbit out of the hat every single time for you. And I think Manchester City are just going to be too aggressive and too much pressing for United to handle and Maguire to handle. And um, so, yeah, I'm going to go Manchester City on that one. Dan? It's another it's another derby. Everything goes out the window. Uh, you know, we spoke about this with Tottenham Arsenal. Um, you know, has has Ole fixed it? We're going three at the back. Uh, worked against Tottenham. Um, if if City had a striker, I would say City will win this game easily. Um, with them not having a striker, I just don't know. Um, I think this. I don't want to say the safe bet. But uh, I, I think City with um, with no draw, I think is is probably the safe is probably the safer option. Um, it's derbies are always hard to hard to go with, but no, I I kind of fancy City on this one. You know, I if I ever see minus one thirty five for City, I really like it. Oh, but oh, I did oh. just say that they, they are on my no-bet list. So I'm taking a break from Man City this week. And I can't trust Man United after that Liverpool game. Can't trust them. So I don't even like them with the spread. Yeah. you, you know, I'm just staying away. The lines are really weird to me. If Man United was a full plus one, maybe. They're at plus 0.75. The over-under set at 2.75. Pick I mean, Harrison. obviously, pick right, City. You know you want to. Give me the over. I'm staying away from City. Yeah, <laughs> I also think you know, Man United had a big game yesterday. Um, that would have tired them out. City play today, but I don't see them struggling at all today. I think they'll probably even rest some players, to be honest. Um, so okay, put some respect on Club Brugge. No, Bruges, Bruges. whatever it is, Bruges, Bruges. Um, but yeah, I think well they beat them five one away, so they're at home. Yeah, I think uh, I still think City. Okay, moving on and sticking in Saturday, we have Crystal Palace welcoming in Wolves. Crystal Palace coming off a big win against Man City. Wolves seem to find their shooting boots last week. Finally, what do we think here? It's uh, Crystal Palace is plus one fifty. Wolves plus two ten and the over under set at two point two five. I've said from day one, I, I like Crystal Palace this year. I like how Vieira's got them playing. I thought it was just a matter of time before they finally got their first win. Um, you know, they've been so close in, in a few games. The Arsenal game, you know, they finally got the win against against Man City. But I, I like the way they're set up. 
they're at home. Zaha's seems to be back to his normal self. Um, I like the signing of Edouard. I, I think Crystal Palace win this one. Again, though, draw okay. no bet. Jordan, anything different? You know, I've been kind of putting money on Wolves lately, and they've been helping me out. But, yeah, I'm going to have to go with Dan on this one. I think Crystal Palace, I, I think it's a pretty even matchup, but I think Crystal Palace kind of edges one out. Um, Zaha does seem like he's got a swagger back, starting fights and scoring goals. And um, that's the Zaha that people like to see, and that's the best Zaha when he plays. Um, so it seems like he's kind of got that chip on his shoulder back and you know wants to score goals just to piss off the other team. I like it. All right, moving on, we have Chelsea, number one. By themselves, Chelsea. Uh, welcome in Burnley. Burnley off a pretty big win, I would say, for them against Brentford, a surprising Brentford side this season. Um, Brentford is a heavy favorite, minus 165. Or, no, sorry, sorry. Chelsea. Burnley is plus <laughs> 1,100, and Chelsea's minus 375. Is there anything to talk about in this game? How much, you, how much back. do you put on Chelsea is the... Is the... <laughs> well, the spread is plus 1.75, and the over-under is set at 2.75. Um, I like Chelsea with the spread. I like them as part of a parlay, um, you know, get their odds up. But yeah, it's a, it's a, this one's an easy one. Yeah, I don't, I don't like the over-under because I don't see Burnley putting in any goals uh, against Mendy. Um, but again, I mean, Chelsea could put up three by themselves. <clears throat> We're going to have to see. But Jordan, do you see anything different here besides maybe some parlay fodder? No. Yeah, I do like the, I like the over. I think Chelsea have a lot of firepower. And, you know, Burnley, while, you know, everyone says, you know, they kind of sit back and they got some bruisers in at defense, I think they're going to try to, Push out, you know, after scoring three goals against Brentford, they might get a little confidence there, and Chelsea are just going to counterattack and just score away. <laughs> yeah. All right, moving on. Norwich, another chance to get the first win of the season. This time it's against Brentford at Brentford. Uh, heavy favorites. They're not really heavy favorites as much as, like, Chelsea. Brentford minus 165. Norwich plus 500. Brentford's a one-goal favorite. Mine, I'm surprised at those odds of minus 165. I was kind of hoping it was going to be a, a plus 110 because I think this is a, a Brentford are going to win this one. Um, I think they're going to be coming back from last week. And I, I, Norwich are going down. It's just a matter of time before we know when it's, it's legally happening. Okay. So you see no, no light at the end of the tunnel for Norwich? No. I, the, uh, it wouldn't surprise me. This is one of the worst teams that I've seen grace the Premier League. It, it wouldn't surprise me if they go winless this season. Some strong words. They haven't. They they have. They didn't buy well. You know, when you come out of the champion, the, the the difference from the championship to the Premier League is is so big. People don't really really understand um, how big that gulf is. And when when you don't buy players that are good enough for the Premier League, you you are going straight back down. Um, hmm. So the, I, I don't think they've invested well. Um, yeah, they're going down. It's just a matter of when. All right. And both of these teams saw saw over two and a half goals last week. 
That's where the over-under set at. Overs, even money, plus 100. Unders, minus 120. Do you think this is high scoring or or not? Or do you think they both just hunker down? Mm, I think Norwich play on the counter-attack. Um just Brentford's firepower. I think uh, uh, Mobomo's back this week as well. Um, they are without Raya, which we saw the goalkeeper, the new goalkeeper last week was not not great. Um, so yeah, I, I just uh, I don't know. I, I kind of see this being a two three to zero Brent uh, Brentford. All right. Moving on, another relegation candidate, Newcastle, on the road at Brighton. Uh, Brighton, not as big of favorites as I would have thought. Um, minus 155, Norwich comes in at plus 485 after getting absolutely smacked by Chelsea. Brighton coming off a big uh, draw against your boys, Dan, Liverpool. Honestly, I think 155 is pretty good value here. <laughs> For Brighton, a, a Brighton size that side that's been surprising this season. Um, we've seen really good, like, periods of football from them within games. I don't know if they've really put together a full game, but Newcastle has just not been great. Yeah, and and Brighton have a lot of exciting players. You know, they got Lamptey, they've got Trossard, they got Malpe. They're they're all guys who you know can make something happen. You know, Pascal Gross. They've they've got so many players that can make stuff happen from nothing. Um, and you know, when I look at Newcastle and kind of their form, is that yeah, they've got you know Saint Maximin, um, but other than that, I'm not feeling that excitement or you know those like can pull something out of nowhere um, type of plays that I that I feel from Brighton. Yeah, I think this is a I think this is an easy Brighton win. Um, you know, Brighton gets stronger. Dan Burns back from injury as well. He'll tighten them up at the back. Like Jordan said, I don't, Newcastle don't have any firepower apart from some maximum. Um, yeah, I, I just don't see, I, it's another one. I don't see the light at the end of the tunnel for Newcastle either. Um, not even with the, with the winter transfer window approaching in. So I was, some, I was having this conversation with my buddy yesterday. Was it yesterday or the day before? But so, so here's the thing. Yeah. You've got this new guy coming in. He's got two hundred and fifty million to, to to spend, and you are near the bottom of the Premier League, and you live in Newcastle. Who, who wants to go to a club that is not really competing for the Premier League? You're fighting for relegation. Who wants to be that first person that goes? I'm going to jump ship from the club I'm at to go to Newcastle. And fight for relegation because that's essentially what they're going to do for the first year, maybe even two years. Um, the players that they have been linked with, or the ones that they're talking about, are all players that cannot get in the starting eleven of the club that they're at. So, how does that make them better than what is currently in the Premier League? It, it, the the whole thing just doesn't really make sense to me. Um, you know, if 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 I was buying a, a football club and I had that much money, Newcastle wouldn't have been the club I would have bought. I would have bought somebody along the lines of like your West Ham's who are, you know, who are up there competing. How do I get them to the next step? Um, I just, I, I don't see it 
I think it's going to be a big flop. Um, and Newcastle fans are great. Like they deserve some success because they are truly some of the best fans. I just, I, I don't think it's as black and white, huh, black and white with the two and army. Like what I, did. <laughs> I don't think it's as black and white as everyone's making out of, you know, we're going to come in, we're going to buy these players. 250 million nowadays isn't that much money. Yeah. And that's, that's what I was just going to say is like, well, how much money do you need when you've got guys like, you know, Harry Kane, you know, speculated to be, you know, over a hundred million easily if you buy him. Well, you know, Maguire going, yeah, Maguire going for eighty million. Like, what is what is two hundred million get you? Let's, let's say it, they buy three quality players at a hundred million. That doesn't change their team enough. Mm-hmm. You know, they're obviously poor right now. They don't have quality players. They're not Premier League worthy. And I just, I don't know what, what gets them out of this. Yeah. And I mean, it's tough for them because we've seen the bigger clubs, like let's just take Chelsea, the biggest example of this. They've spent a ton of money in the past few years, but they've also raked in. Well, that was, so that was like, the I think they've made a profit in the past five years. That was really right? Is like if Newcastle start to sell people, who uh, who do they sell? That they're going to get them any money back. They're going to get a bag of balls for the training ground. Yeah, you know, it's like uh, okay, that their their best player at maximum, they could probably sell him for 30, 40 million. He's their best player. Who you know, if that's the money that they're going to recoup, it, it it just doesn't make sense. I I think they would be smart to rather than buy in January. I would look at players that are going to be out of contract so they don't have to pay the transfer fee and give the player a huge signing on bonus, give them more wages than anyone else is going to give them and get players in that way. Um, That would be the smart thing for them to do, but they would have to put a clause in of, hey, if we don't stay in the Premier League, this is null and void kind of deal Um, because no one's going to want to play in the championship that the players they're going after. So... (laughs) Uh, yeah, I, I just don't see I don't see light at the end of the tunnel for for them either, and that's why they were in my relegation. And Dan said it before, and I think he said it again that he thinks that the new owners will be out in a few seasons. Yep. Max, it's a bit. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Um, but yeah, I'm in the same boat as you. I just don't see how just a lump sum of money can fix that team because you're right. There are a lot of other factors that go into it. And I don't know England cities, towns, but the way Dan said it, it doesn't seem like Newcastle's a fun place to live. <laughs> it's just yeah, it's it's north. To our viewers in Newcastle. It's north. It's, it's cold. It's you know, it's not the most. Oh, they're in the Wisconsin town. of. They're in the central Wisconsin of England. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you so look, Jordan will be signed as a new Newcastle player in January. You, you look at their lineup <laughs> against Chelsea, and you don't take apart from St. Maximum, maybe Callum Wilson. You don't take any other player in that team and put them in any other Premier League team, maybe Norwich. But other than that, they don't get into any other team. Um, That's the worrying thing for Newcastle. Yeah. And, you know, they're only ahead of Norwich by, by what is it, two points? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, still, still without a win. Two points, year. still without a win, just like Norwich. But thirty million on Jolinton, who they don't even play. You know, it's they just they've bought badly in the past, and it seems to be a continuing tradition. And I'm I'm worried that 
it's going to be interesting to see who the, the new guy that comes in, what his credentials are. Is it going to be someone, you know, that people know? That's going to be the interesting things. I think we'll get a lot from the manager that they bring in. We'll know then, okay, is this uh we're going to try and get all the best players in or is this a, oh, this doesn't make sense. So yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll find out more from that. All right. And now we're moving on to Sunday. Another Sunday where all of our teams play. Fun parlay. Gonna... Parlay Fun Sunday. Parlay time. Parlay Sunday. <laughs> well, I guess we'll just bet on our teams and then bet against Tottenham. That would be the safe bet. <laughs> all right. Let's start with uh, Leicester visiting Leeds. Leicester comes in at a plus 150 favorite. Leeds plus 182. Jordan, give it to us. Why should we bet on Leicester? Yeah, you know, I like the I like the pick'em here. You know, it's it's two pretty even teams, I think, and you know, Leicester have been shaky. Leeds have been shaky as well, but Leeds looked really good the last game. Um, you know, Leicester will be playing midweek in Europa tomorrow. Um, so it, I like the you know draw no bet um, because you know this this game's going to be two inconsistent teams that have a lot of attacking power going at it. You know, I like watching Leeds play. I think Daniel James is hitting a little bit of form. Um, and that's, I think Leicester will win if we can control possession. And if we can't, then I think we'll be in rough shape, you know, because we're not good against constant attacking teams and pressure and taking in set pieces. But so I'm, I'm still going to take the Leicester pick them. I think it's minus 115. That's um, what I'm seeing. Yep. So that's, that's who I'm going to go for. All right, Dan, are you going to crush Jordan's dreams? Uh, this is what this is probably the one game that I stay away from this week. Uh, what were the odds on on Leeds? Plus one eighty two. And Leicester, plus one fifty. So yeah. fairly even. There's there's not enough in it for me to, to really bet on this one. Um, Le- Leeds are definitely starting to perform better. I feel like when Rafina plays well, Leeds play well. Um, I still don't like that they don't have a true striker. You know, we're at Bamford. Um, I'd like to see that. I can't remember the name of that kid who came on the other day. Gelhard, I think his name might be. Um, yeah. I'd love to see him get a run. You know, he came on and changed the game the other week. Um, but Leicester is so hit and miss right now. You know, I just, I, I don't know where to put the money on this one. This is a, a draw would be probably the, the safer option. Uh, I just don't see the team edging this one out. Leeds at home. If this was at Leicester, I'd probably sway towards Leicester. Um, but Leeds is not a nice place to go. It's a atmosphere. Plus that... two fifty five for the draw. Yeah, I like yeah. I like the draw on that. All right, I'd parlay that draw with Everton Tottenham draw. Wow, he's making some big predictions here. So, like you just mentioned, let's go to Tottenham. Tottenham Everton. And, okay, let's just get through this. I believe, so Dan mentioned it earlier. He believes. (laughs) He believes. Ted Lasso, I believe. I was Ted Lasso for Halloween. Ted Lasso, I believe. Okay. Um, Dan mentioned it before that the fans are super excited with this this mantra change, but he doesn't think that they're going to play the style of football that, that they want. And yes, everyone likes to see attacking football, fun football, kind of like what we saw under Poch. But I think the biggest thing for the fans, at least for me, is I don't mind 1-0 wins. 
2-0 wins playing defensively if you see the players try and you get the results. The past like two or three games, we've seen that Tottenham has traveled the least amount of any Premier League team, and Dan has something to say, so give it to me. <laughs> right. So you, I'm glad you said that because you just hit the nail on the head. So all this, oh, I don't care how we play. I'd rather just win, get you know, get the one zeros, all that kind of Mourinho. stuff. Mourinho. That's exactly what Mourinho did. But half the players hated Mourinho. Fans didn't <laughs> like him because of the way that you played and it wasn't attacking and it wasn't pretty to watch. So guess what you did? You got rid of Mourinho. You're getting a new guy who's exciting. He was at Wolves. He got Wolves. <laughs> Wolves scored loads of goals. So let's bring this guy. In. He had no system. You bring... He never played a consistent system. He didn't bring the one he had at Wolves, even though he had the players to play. You also only had him for 10 games. And then you played him. 10 games. That was so ass. It hurts me. So okay. You were top of the league at one point. Let's put, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's put it this way. So they haven't played bad. They haven't played well, sorry. You're still in the top 10. He's been there for 10 games. He hasn't stamped his authority. He hasn't really had a good transfer window to get the players in. He wants to get in. You've gone and bought in Conte, who is known for his Mourinho style of, we're going to sneak, get wins, and that's it. It's not going to be pretty, but we're going to get wins. You've literally sacked Mourinho and paid him a bunch of money. You've paid loads of money to bring Nuno in. Now you've paid him loads of money to get rid of him and then you've bought in another Mourinho. And you're going to get the wins and fans are going to be happy for about seven, eight months. And then they're going to go, oh, we are getting wins, but it's really boring to watch. I don't like the style of play and we're going to finish fourth or fifth again. Let's get this guy out and let's get somebody out. And you're just going to keep rotating it around. We're going to keep rotating until Hodge comes back. Fickle fans, you are never going to be happy. You weren't happy. It's going to it's going to happen until Potch comes back. And you weren't happy with Potch. No, the biggest mistake was firing that man. He took us to a Champions League final. Yeah, and then you fired him. I'm not Dan Levy. Don't talk to me. All right, Jordan has something to say now. (laughs) I love this hand feature. So. The thing is, I think the big part about bringing Conte in, I think that might be one of the only things that gets Harry Kane to stay past winter, maybe into summer. Um, you know, he, he stated today that, you know, Harry Kane does not plan on leaving now that Conte's in. But like Dan said, you've spent a lot of money switching in and out managers. Conte is known every single place he goes to say, hand me the money. Show me the money. I need players. Your players suck. Like he's he's done that every place. And, you know, owners don't like that. And Levy definitely doesn't like spending money. But at some point, you, you've just got to do it. Um, and he's already been told he's got no money to spend. Yeah. I heard differently. He's got limited transfer funds. Limited means about 30 million. Unlimited. Here's the thing. <laughs> You get you have bringing Conte and he's reuniting with his Italian boy, uh, who's our director of football. I can't remember his name. I think he can do what Mourinho Mourinho wouldn't and ship off the players that don't try. In Dombele, he's great, but if he doesn't start putting in the effort under Conte, he's gone. Like things like that. Harry Winks, if he only passes backwards for a full game, ship him. <laughs> but who wants them? I don't care. 
I would just <laughs> rather free up first team space. I'd rather them play Scarlet and give him a run out in midfield than fucking Harry Winks. Harry Winks. Harry Winks does would not get a game. Same as Skip. Or does not get a game for any it's other Premier out. League club. They're terrible, and we continue to play them. China, yeah, You've China. More, Send them to China. Mora's not good enough. Lacelso is not good enough. Dyer's Mora, not good enough. I think Mora's pace is enough for him to at least come off the bench. I'm gonna do some. I'm gonna do some stat work while we're talking. All right. Now that we got that ran out of the way, even though it seems to be continuing with Dan's stat work. Let's talk about the game. I think this is a game that Conte can come in and and say, boom, I'm here. Tottenham's changed. But if it doesn't go the right way, it's going to be rough. Okay, Tottenham traveling to Everton, plus 155. Everton's plus 190. Jordan, what do you think? A wise man once told me when I see Tottenham plus money, I put the house on it. Uh, I do think, you know, despite, despite, you know, Tottenham being an absolute shambles and, you know, I think they will get that new manager bounce and people will be trying to play well for him and things like that. Um, and I just think they're a better team than Everton, you know, maybe not consistently as of late, but I do think they have more talent. Um, I think Tottenham will take this one. Mm. Dan? I, I don't think you could be playing Everton at a better time. That their, their form's dipped. Uh, Conte is going to come in and play three at the back, which is just what he's known for. Um, so I, I kind of like the draw on this one. Um, uh, you know, Everton have got to bounce back. Tottenham have got to show something. I don't see anyone kind of giving up. Um, I, I, I like I like the draw, and, and yeah. I like the draw. I'm probably well, going you know to parlay it with the uh, with the other game. <laughs> I'm with Jordan here. I like I like Tottenham plus one fifty five. Tottenham plus money. Give it to me. Um, if, if, if Harry's taking Tottenham, I'm definitely betting on Everton. <laughs> yeah, go the other way. All right. The last game before Dan's boys finish off the weekend. We have Arsenal at home welcoming in Watford. Is the, I don't see this as Arsenal done. Yeah, Arsenal minus 225. Done. Arsenal's been playing well. They went in. uh, Was Leicester home last week, Jordan? Yes. Yeah, went into Leicester. 2-0 win. Pretty good showing. Uh, It seems like they're finding their form. And uh, against a team like Watford, I don't think it's going to be much of a contest. All right, to finish off the weekend, West Ham is welcoming in Liverpool. Liverpool comes in at minus 138. Not that crazy. West Ham plus 375. Dan, you want to just get it out of the way? Tell us your pick. Honestly, I like West Ham. Um, West Ham at home. Um, I think they've done well against the big boys so far this year. Liverpool haven't looked that themselves at the back. Um, you know, we, were, we used to be very, very tight at the back. I feel like that's kind of slipping right now. Van Dijk doesn't look himself. He had a little spat with with Jurgen the other week. Um, I don't think Klopp knows, you know, he's he's best two centre backs. He can, seems to be mixing it up between Matip and Canate. Still got Gomez on the bench. I'd like to see Gomez get a run, although I do like Canate. Um, but I, I, I like the style that West Ham play. 
And I think that the style that they play, I think, will hurt Liverpool. Um, Liverpool are typically not good against teams that break at pace. And West Ham have an abundance of it. And Antonio's fit. He's playing well. Fornals is fit. Ben Rama's playing well. I, I just like the whole West Ham setup right now. Um, so my, my, my money's actually on West Ham. All right, Jordan, you have any insights? Draw, draw no yeah. bet. I'm going to I'm going to go with Liverpool on this one, you know. Yes, they haven't been in, you know, the ultimate form, but they haven't lost a game since a friendly in July. Um yeah, they've been, you know, sure they tied against Brighton and things like that. You know, I think a lot of that comes down to, you know, Kanade and Van Dyke who are just the absolutely scary center backs. Um, you know, just trying to figure out their pairing and Salah's still in form and, you know, if he stays on fire, you know, I, it it just seems like it just seems like you can't bet against Liverpool. You know, and at minus one thirty eight, those are pretty good odds for one of the most on fire teams in the league. Yeah, I'm with Jordan here. Sorry to do it to you, Dan, but I'm betting on Liverpool. It's a win win for me. Win win for you. Um, but what I like even more is a Leicester Tottenham Liverpool parlay. That's plus a thousand, a little ten to one action. Dan's shaking his head. He doesn't believe. He's a non-believer, Jordan. There's all all three of those games can go either way. And I'm that's a gambling the, man. That's the beauty of it, Dan. <laughs> no, I'd, ra- I'd rather go with uh, I'd rather go with my Chelsea, Southampton, probably Man City treble. All right, all right. So we've reached the end. I need three picks from each of you. No. No, no, the... you're right. You're right. We're doing the never bet alone. <laughs> Luke, oh my Lucas god! Lucas Moura to not score a goal this season. Minus <laughs> ten thousand. <laughs> All right. So, like we did last week, like Jordan said throughout the podcast, we are doing the never bet alone. We're each going to pick a leg, and then you guys on Twitter are going to be picking the fourth leg of that parlay with a chance to win. If that parlay wins, Jordan, you are the expert. How much do they win? We are putting a hefty $3 bet down. <laughs> no, that doesn't sound good. I'm, I'm overriding you. I'm executive. $5 bet. It's going to be a $5 four-leg parlay. In and I'm overriding you. I'm going $100 bet. <laughs> Let's make this interesting. <laughs> Let's give the fans what they want. Ten grand. <laughs> 10 grand on a four-leg parlay. It has to be uh, at least 50. <laughs> well, with a four-leg parlay, you know, I'm, I like making it interesting with heavier odds, but um, we're still a startup at heart. <laughs> at heart. At heart. So, Jordan, give us your pick for the weekend. I will put. I will increase this to $5. For that $5. Is for that is it. Um, you know, I'm going to... Just to make it a little fun and put a little stake in it, I will. I will do the Leicester City pick'em. I think that's, you know, the draw pushes. Um, but you know, I like the little excitement, and you know, I want everybody to be watching the Leicester City game if they're keeping up with our bets. So I'm going to right, Leicester. So minus one fifteen, Dan. I am gonna go. I'm gonna go with Brentford. Brentford at minus 165. Okay. 
<laughs> now do I do the safe pick of Chelsea? I'd like you to, because then they'll have the first loss. All right, yeah, screw it. Throw in Chelsea. I'll do the easy one. Actually, no, no. Jordan doesn't like that. We want this to be juice. Give me Tottenham, pick them. Minus one. <laughs> there we go. There we go. So we All have right. Leicester, <laughs> minus 115. Pick them. Plus Tottenham, pick them. Minus 128. is what I've got here. And Brentford, minus 165. Right now, it's plus 400. We will be scouring our Twitter, at Better Off Sports, to see what you guys want. Pick the fourth leg. We will be announcing it. Uh, I don't know, Jordan. When? Friday before the game? Before the Saturday games? Yeah, yeah. We'll try to get it. You know, let's try to get it up probably. We'll get the podcast up today. We'll, we'll announce it on Friday. Well, well to be honest, I don't think anyone's picking on the Southampton-Aston South uh, Villa game. I would. That's not an exciting game. All right. So, <laughs> depending on the picks, we'll post it Friday or Saturday morning. Um yeah, any other, we always finish this out, any other soccer news from around the world that you guys just want to laugh at or say is crazy? My good win yesterday that I had on the Champions what, League. What was that? You want to tell us about it? <laughs> I had, like, no, I, I won. I won. I had Bayern Munich, Barcelona, Villarreal, Wolfsburg, Chelsea, Juventus. And what was that? What were the odds on that? I can tell you right now what they were. It back up. My bets settled. I also got a fifty percent profit boost on my odds because I had a five. You send those promos to his advantage. It was a six-team parlay. Um, I actually helped somebody with a promo boost this weekend. If you saw on Twitter, one of our better off users or better off employees better off dan a lot of better offs than that um plus 14 75 that's a big win right there three dollar bet <laughs> no i had a ten dollar bet on it he had a hundred dollars on it but i also had, a, I had another one that would have been really big i had chelsea Bayern, juventus villarreal atalanta and ronaldo scored a 90th minute penalty Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Always only going to stick around because Ronaldo saves his ass. I've never seen anything weirder than it's like it's it's like a constant cycle of like Manchester United do good. They're terrible. They're terrible. He's about to leave. They do good again. You like heard it here first. Ronaldo, player manager. Oh, he's going to pull the Wayne Rooney. <laughs> Oh, man. That would be incredible. That's basically what LeBron does. You heard it here first at Better Off. I want to see, I want yeah, to see Ronaldo if... in, a, in, a, in a Pep Guardiola suit, and it's like the 80th minute. Rips he just starts off. unzipping it. <laughs> he subs himself in. But let's be honest. Ronaldo already is basically a player coach, right? He has so much influence over that team. Oh, yeah. It was, it was right. interesting to see that you know, Ole for his redemption game um, against Tottenham, you know, he puts in the, the two old boys, you know, apparently Varane, or not Varane, sorry, um, why, why, Cavani um, was just insane in training, and Ole was like, I had to put him in. Like, this dude had a fire in his belly to play, and, you know, he played good, and Ronaldo up top did good, so maybe some of those old experienced guys were seeing the resurgence of the 35-year-old player. You got... <laughs> You know, Vardy sitting at t second in the league in most goals. Ronaldo, Cavani on fire. 
there's still time for me to become pro, I think. There is. There's always time. That's <laughs> what I tell myself when I play hockey at 11.30 at night against a bunch of middle-aged men. <laughs> well, all right. Uh, that's it. That will do it for this week for the Better Off Premier Cast. Um, so, yeah, make sure you follow us on social medias, Instagram, TikTok, or Better Off. Um, Twitter's Better Off Sports. And make sure you tell us what we should add into our already plus 400 parlay for this weekend's games. Um, we'd love to see some crazy picks. Juice it up a little bit. Um, make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Let us know what we did wrong in the comments. Tell us we're idiots. Download and follow us all on the Better Off app. You can search us now, which is a feature that should have been in sooner. Search is searchable. Uh, what are your guys' uh, Better Off handles? JSOC. You'll find me at top of the leaderboard. <laughs> you want to go there? Dan's the Brit, and Harry. I'm. I don't know what you're at now. I think I'm Harry, like four three four or something along those lines. And Harry's not even on the leaderboard. I'm not even on the leaderboard. I am trash. <laughs> A lot of my picks are for testing purposes. That's my excuse. All right, that's it for this week. Uh, I've been Harry. That's Jordan. I don't know where they are on the screen. So that's Dan. Um, Otherwise, thanks for watching. Adios. Peace.